This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. So we're back at Griffin Park. We needed some points on the board. We needed three points quite desperately. We had been dropping down the form guide as it was over the last couple of weeks. And Sheffield Wednesday came here. Sheffield Wednesday weren't on great form when we needed to get the three points here today. And Brentford did not only get the three points, but they absolutely and totally annihilated Sheffield Wednesday today. Brentford 5, Sheffield Wednesday nil. And to be fair, this is tonic for the old boots, was it not? We've got our mojo back. That was a magnificent performance today by the Bees. I'm not certain how good Wednesday are. In fact, I think they're pretty terrible. But all-round contributions were excellent today. Delighted to see Marcondes really put in a good shift in the first half, um, tailed off a bit in the second. But, you know, you couldn't fault any of our players. To Silver getting two goals, he's back onto it. Really, for an all-round team performance, you couldn't wish for more. And we've got Fulham on Friday. We go into that with a real confident streak. Let's keep this run going, see where we end up. And, cut, you know, get on with it. You Come on, you bees. You bees. Interesting. to chance there for Emiliano Marcondes today. He's a player where... You know, he's got a lot of abuse, as we said, over the last few weeks. But he's a... Or the few months, even. But he, to me, I thought he had a fantastic game today and topped it up with a really good goal, didn't he? Yeah, mate, he's a tidy player. Superb goal from him today. And, and he set up our third goal as well on the break. So I think the people who don't rate Marcondes might need to have a, a rethink of that one. But the Bees today were resilient. They kept plugging away. We could have had more goals. Wednesday had their odd moment, but... That is a big Philip ahead of Fulham on Friday. We'll come to that later because that's a big one as well. Let's concentrate today. Again, the players have all come over. Thomas Frank, as usual, he's come over to all the Beast fans as well. He's absolutely potty for it, the Thomas Frank. He knows that this was a big result. We needed to get a big result here today. And Thomas Frank, he's, got, he's getting the cheers. He's giving the come on. He's giving the big come on to the, the fans here. And everyone's giving the response. I love that when he comes over as well. To be fair, listen, we needed to get that off our, off our shoulders. Last week at Cardiff, to be fair, we should have got the three points. We fluffed it by letting in two really rubbish goals. Um, but today, there was none of that. That was never going to happen, was it? Well, it was nice to play in a gentle breeze rather than a howling wind for a change. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so I think the conditions suited us. The confidence that we got from having a good game at Cardiff. 
I think all joined up to, uh, to, to you know, for a good performance. And I think Josh De Silva, who has probably slipped a little bit of uh, recent weeks, was absolutely superb today. Not only did he get two goals, but he was magnificent. He's really got back to driving, driving runs, getting the ball and driving upfield. And uh, he was superb today. Great performance from all over the pitch. And Mark Hondi's goal, if you've not seen it, watch it. It's superb, absolutely superb, classy goal. It's interesting, you've got to talk about it as well. Um, you know, uh, Josh De Silva, I mean, he hasn't had a great few weeks, but to be fair to Thomas Frank, he's stuck with him. And some people say Thomas Frank is a bit stubborn, as in, like, he, he's not flexible enough and he kind of, he just does what he has to do sometimes and sometimes things don't work out. But you can see here now where obviously he's got belief in, in, in De Silva because I spoke to Thomas Frank like I said a year and a half ago and he said De Silva I'm not bringing him the side yet because he's still got to work on certain elements of his game the defensive side and stuff like that but when he put him in he stuck with him and even though he hasn't had the greatest games he stuck with him and today he goes to show you that sticking with them it pays off I think what happens is that whoever we've got in midfield they can't all shine the way we play they can't all shine at the same time or against Cardiff Norgard was superb and the silver wasn't quite his best today. Norgard wasn't all that good for a lot of the game, and the silver was superb. So it's, it's a matter of like sticking with your players when you know they're good, you stick with them, and they will shine. They will come out. I mean, they're young players; they're not going to shine every week. Okay. All about shining. We're talking about we're talking about players shining. We're talking about shining. We're talking about putting the ball in the back of the net. And we, uh, we were quite good at doing that today, weren't we? Uh, more than quite good. We were excellent at times, I thought. On the front foot, brilliant. On the back foot, there was really no time when we were on the back As foot. As James Brown said, get on the back foot, yeah? He said, get on the back foot. Yes. Like a scoring machine. You think they were listening to James Brown in the, in the dressing room beforehand? Uh, almost certainly. I, almost, almost certainly. <laughs> Yeah. But listen, but the game today, I mean, look, Sheffield Wednesday came down today. I mean, I was very confident today, but obviously we could yeah. always fluff it. But yeah. um, they just they, did, they just said, listen, no, there's going to be no mistakes today, no was mistakes. there? No, no mistakes. Dominated them from the first to the last, really. It was one of those teams that you'd like to play because they try and play football. They don't go about the dark arts fouling every five seconds. And that sort of team we can beat week in, week out. Indeed, we can week out. Listen... You please, you're coming, like I said, you're out of London. We've got the out of London bees here. You've travelled in today, so you must be delighted again today that we are back on track. I'm absolutely delighted. One of the best games I've seen in a while. I haven't played a seed up. I haven't seen us play that well. I thought Jean Vier was looking really strong today. Watkins looking really strong. Great result. Listen, great, listen, it's a great, it's a great result, but listen, I mean, like, a lot of people be saying, look, we've been saying that Brentford are a good side. We haven't had the results gone, and there's been a little bit of panic going on. Forget about the coronavirus panic. That's a separate panic, but there's, a bit of, there's been a bit of far worse panic here. The bees panic has gone on here today because we haven't got the results here. But I think today goes to show you that we have a good side, and if we just play our game, we could smash anyone. And like you say, we're back on track now. I think that's going to be us back. Back to us being strong, winning every week, hopefully. You bees. Come on, you bees. What a... Re- what a re- I can't even. I can't even speak the words. What a result! What a result indeed! It was superb. From the moment that first goal went in, I had I, I, all my worries went, and I just and then Emiliano. God, what a goal! Listen, I'm going to recall on that one. All your worries. You had worries before this game. I always do with Sheffield Wednesday. I don't know why, but they seem to in the past. I just I, I always worry about them. 
And then when I saw that Fletcher was playing, because he'd been injured, I, th- I was worried. But it just went. As soon as, as soon as they scored that first goal, I thought, no, no, we've, we've got this, because we're just all over them from the beginning. It's just a different Brentford. Listen, we've come back to that, because, look, I've been, you know, everyone says, and I've said this as well, with the Bees, we have a team who... Everyone goes through ups and downs, Fulham ups and downs, Leeds ups and downs, West Brom ups and downs, Knott's Forest downs, and then a little up. Um, <laughs> uh, Preston, yeah, they all do that, you know what I'm saying? So there's always a tendency to have the fear, but what you need to do is make sure that when your ups are coming, it comes at the right part of the season, you know what I'm saying? Now, we've had our doubt, listen, that February and that uh, late January, early February, we knew was a tough part of the season for us as well and we kind of got through it all right you know we didn't lose as many games as we probably could have done we got lots of draws and now we're back but does, do you think that this game sets us back on track because we've got Fulham on Friday I hope so I mean obviously I hope so but I, I, I saw that Thomas said that he'd given the players a couple of days off at the beginning of the week and I thought that was significant and it showed they, they were looking fresh and Sheffield Wednesday, obviously, they played in midweek, so... Dougie Fresh, yeah? Huh? Dougie Fresh, yeah? Yeah, Dougie Fresh. Exactly. Dougie Fresh, you're on. Dougie Fresh and the whatever they were called, yeah. They look... The Get Fresh crew, yeah? Yeah, 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 fresh, yeah, that's right, the Get Fresh crew. Because you're going back a long way. I'm old school, man, old school. Yeah, yeah, I know, old school, yeah. No, they look great. They, they look really good, and um, it looked like the, the, the break did them some good. They, they just... They were sharp. It was a different team from last... Uh, at Luton. I didn't go to Cardiff, but... It was like a different team playing against uh, than the one that played against Luton. It was fantastic. It's just superb all round. And Emiliano, I'm so happy for him. It's just such a great goal. There's a lot of happiness going on, and Emiliano. We're not going to go on about this as well because, um, you know, like I said to you, listen. They all talk about free speech and all that, so I think free speech is a lot of bollocks, to be quite honest with you, because it's, you know, an opportunity for people to just go out and abuse people and all that. Like, that's not free speech. That's just like being a complete and utter idiot, especially when you're doing it online. You know what I'm saying? Do it to somebody's face if you want to. Somebody wanted to tell Emiliano to stamp on his foot when he was coming. It's like a Brentford fan. What is that all about? But anyway, we shall move on from that, because this is a positive note we're talking about today. And uh, we, uh, well, we smashed them to pieces, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Talking about Emiliano, though, I mean, I think his break in back in Denmark, he's been so sharp since he's come back. He's, he's a different player, I think, and he's, he's found his place now. But what, what, what really struck me about our first high performance, it was so economical. When was, the, when was the last time we had six chances, four on target and three goals? I mean, we just took our chances. So many times we squander chances and miss them and, you know players look like they're going to score but they don't score we just did it today and that was the, that was I think the most striking thing about our first half performance I'm going to ask you a question were Brentford good today or were it's just that Sheffield Wednesday were really bad I don't th- I don't think Sheffield Wednesday were really bad they couldn't finish they couldn't get the game they had some good passing good moves we controlled it we just controlled it we looked so fresh and we look we really controlled that first half we stood off them a little bit after we went three up but that didn't really matter because we're always in control generally. They lost their way eventually. They, it could have been different for them, you know. But we just seized the game by the scruff of the neck in the first 15, 20 minutes. And we didn't let go afterwards. They just, you know, we just knocked it out of them. So I think the weak game um, had an effect on them. I don't know. But I think we can't take anything away from our performance. We're just really, really good on the day. And, uh, so we got Wednesday, Wednesday in the house. So listen, it's Wednesday. I know you came down here. You, uh, there's all sorts of stuff going on, stadium and chancery and all sorts of stuff, and Gary Monk, and people are not happy behind the scenes, are they? And that was reflected on the pitch today, wasn't it? 
Yeah, very disappointing. Very disappointing. My daughter's first game, and uh, she's she was all right until we went four 0 down. <laughs> she's very upset. But yeah, we've had better times. That's the first time I've seen them lose such a heavy defeat, and uh, yeah, it was. It's not nice. Not nice. I mean, I'm asking you as well. What? What? What has gone wrong? Because we were up there up at Wednesday, what, three months ago? No, yeah. no more than that. Yeah. Three months ago, we were outside there at the, the River Cafe. Yeah. Lovely, had a good drink before, and we came out there and we got beaten, you know, I say good and proper, but 2-1, yeah. wasn't it? Three. Was it three? Yeah, we got, we, got, we got well and truly beat there, which, I mean, I didn't think we should have done, but what's happened in between that time? I have no idea, Billy. I mean, I, we were, we, when we beat Brighton away on the FA Cup, we had a team full of ideas and enthusiasm. You know, we just played pretty well against Man City in the week. And, um, yeah. So, to be honest, I couldn't really see much today. I was down at Were My View on row one, but all I could see was the ball going in the net. That's right. Listen, 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 I'll say, we've got, we've got the man in the house, the ball, the ball in the house. Listen, tell me, listen, what, what went on today? Tell me, just go on. I told you we'd give you a game, didn't I, mate? Fucking hell, we were awful. It's, uh, it's hard work for us at the minute. It's going to be a bad, bad season for us. All Writing's on the wall. We're getting relegated. But, but what is it? Is it the team? Is it the manager? Is it the, is it the, the owner? What is it? I can't see Gary Monk surviving tonight, but the same players... If, if Gary Monk gets sacked, the same players will have got rid of the last four Sheffield Wednesday managers... It's hundred percent down to the players. What about the owner? I mean, the thing is that he's, you know, he's doing, he's throwing his money in, but he seems to be throwing his money in all over the place, doesn't he? He's, uh, he's throwing his money in. We have had, a, we have, we've not had anyone put any money into the club before. Now, stick the, the owner's fine. The owner's fine. He's throwing the money in. We need a couple. We got to Wembley. We played all Saturday. We lost in the playoff final. It was, we should have got rid of the side, broke the side up, gone again then. But we've still today's lineup included six players that played in that in that final four years ago. Sorry for the interruption, but we've just found Sniff. Safe, <laughs> <laughs> safe journey back, man. Cheers, my So I'm with the Wednesday characters here. Before we had a good beer beforehand as well, but I noticed that your crew is slightly, uh, your dilemma is, is slightly smaller than it was earlier. Because where's the rest of them? Outside the players' entrance, about to give the players some shit. And, what, and why is that then? Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you really. I mean, why do you think they're going to give players? No, you shit? tell me. I mean, I'm a Brentford fan, and we were delighted with what was going on in our end. Well, it were only five, so it weren't that bad, was it? It, it, it was great, but no. So, listen, what's what's gone on? Because, like I said, a couple of months ago, Wednesday, you know, you beat us. You were doing all right. You were third in the league, and then it all seems to have gone horribly wrong. I haven't got a clue. You better ask the manager. Or the chairman. But, but I'm asking you as a fan, what do you think has gone wrong? I don't know. They've just they've thrown the towel in about two months ago. Fall out with the manager, fall out with the players. What else do you want to do? I mean, you, I mean, we're talking about fallouts here. I mean, what is your, what is your perspective on, on that? Because today you came here and for, for a bit we thought you might have given us a bit of a fight. Then all of a sudden you just, just didn't. You just, just you threw the towel in. Really. That's the problem. It's been the same since Christmas. We have chucked the towel in. Three, you, you, you can't keep going down 3 0 at half time. How many times? It must be four, five times this, since Christmas. And we just told us, cousin, can't do it. 
But I mean, again, you know, I mean, not be funny. You're you're there, or you know, I say there or thereabouts. But you're not in relegation trouble. Oh, you're yes, not in. We are. Yes, we are. When the EFL gives us a twelve point deduction, we're in the relegation zone. Okay, and, and again, I, I mean, I don't know because the EFL seems to be quite late in when they dish out these punishments. So they normally seem to do it, um, and they look at the safety of the club, and then what they know. No, not what they normally do is if the club looks like it's quite safe, then they put, they dish out nine points, which means they're not going to get relegated anyway. So, and then and if it looks like they're going to get relegated, they seem to dish out the points the following season anyway. So well, we're better on to get three then. If we don't, if we get more than three, we're going down. So you, you, I mean, you sound like you're very worried. Yeah, not worried. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'll still go, but football, isn't it? We can't control how they run the club, how they pay the players, EFL, financial fair play. What do we do? Come for a beer, support the club. That's right. And again, we meet you guys all the time. We have some drinks with you. And like I said to you, listen, we've had times when we've come up to you and we've lost 4-0, we've lost 2-1, we've, you know, we've lost games as well. So we know how difficult it is to, to talk about it, to, to, you know, to, 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 to endure. And a loss, it's a, it's a nightmare, isn't it? But how many times have you been to Hillsborough and not seen and not fought for, for, for the, the outcome of the game? We didn't fight today, we just capitulated. We didn't give nothing. The game was gone at half time, it's gone after 20 minutes. We just don't perform, we don't create anything, we sit back. I'm, I'm lost for words because it's getting worse and worse and worse. There's guys outside the players' entrance now having to go at the managers, having to go at the players, they're having to go at the chairman. The club is in, in turmoil. Listen, I'm going to say to you, look, you've got a couple of beers. I'm going to, I think I feel quite bad. I might go and buy another beer, you know, as we did beforehand. Get you another beer and, and enjoy yourself and, and, and wish you a safe journey back, yeah? We're definitely going back and we'll have a few more beers, but we'll still be there next week. So here we go. Listen, you know, it's, it's, I tell you it's lovely when we, we win a match sometimes because people are positively coming up to you and, and want to talk to you. Normally, I'm running around the place with a microphone trying to chase people down and no one wants to chat to you. But today, it's different, not only on the Brentford side, but on the Wednesday side as well because the Wednesday fans seem to have something to say because there's obviously a lot of disappointment with them with the feel the way the club is run. But, you know, from you yourself, I was chatting to you earlier and uh, you were saying this is the highest score you've ever seen for the mighty, mighty bees, isn't it? Bill, right, we know each other. We went up to Bredbury Hall to see Brentford play Stockport in the FA Cup. They weren't playing in Bredbury Hall. Well, we, well, we were, <laughs> to be fair. Yes. And we won that one 3-2. DJ came and scored two goals, whatever. That's I, when I first met you. Before I knew you, there were certain characters at Brentford that were very mean to you because you're a black guy. And we know who we were talking about. Um, you know what I mean? So I was following Brentford for 20 years before I met you. Cell programmes and all that stuff, right? came with my friend who's a Sheffield Wednesday fan and I have seen ridiculous games but as a 50 year old 58 year old man with 5 or 6 games to go at Griffin Park I have never seen Brentford win 5 fucking nil right and to be fair it could have been 8 right and I I'm probably pass this over to John um, I have never seen a more one sided game in my life and I feel a little bit sad uh, it was so easy to win so I'm used to angst existential Brentford 3-0 up in the new road they're still moaning about Watkins or whatever 
Do you know what I mean? As soon as the fourth went in, everyone started cheering. Do you know what I mean? As if, like, we won't lose and all that stuff. And I don't think I've ever seen Brentford be 3 0 up at Griffin Park and draw 3 3 or whatever. And I don't know if it was that we were really good or they were really bad. And we've got a Wednesday fan in the house. I mean, what's your vibes here as well? I mean, I speak to the other Wednesday fans and they're some of the disappointment in that well, part of the crew, like I said to you, they're still outside the, uh, outside the home end, you know, in the, in the, in the Braemar Road, uh, but berating the, the, the owner and, and the players and, and everybody coming out of, the, uh, out, of, out of the ground at the moment now. Is that how you feel or are you a little bit more chilled? Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's right. I was just showing Monty, I've, I've seen a post from a mate of mine that said, uh, I've, I've had it, just sat the lot from the chairman to the team lady at my club but um, um, I mean in all fairness you know Brentford today I thought were you know they were a Premier League quality team it, they, they were outstanding um, and um, and we were just rubbish so that's the worst performance I've seen um, uh, in, in, in my life and your, and your whole Sheffield Wednesday yeah, supporting yeah, life. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I think so. And uh, even, even before no you, because you were you were in this division before. Don't forget, yeah, not yeah, this yeah, division. Yeah, sorry, yeah. you were in Division Three, in effect, the third tier before, and and, and that was quite poor, yeah, though, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I felt that because there was just really no passion there. Nobody was, you know, um, uh, getting be- getting behind the team at all. Um, the fans as ever were brilliant. I thought you, you know you, you probably saw that wherever you go, you see Wednesday fans, and they're just uh, they're, they're awesome. But we, yeah, we desperately need to have some uh, changes at, at the top, and um, you know it looks like we're going to get deducted a load of points as well. So we, we could be looking at uh, another 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 division down next uh, next season. And uh, um, but you know we'll 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 carry on. We'll continue. We'll we'll be behind them always. So. Uh, but yeah, I'm absolutely gutted. Absolutely gutted. Do you think that your club are not showing enough fight? Yeah, d- absolutely. That that yeah. I mean, that was evident today. It really, really was. Uh, you know, it was almost embarrassing, wasn't it? I, th- I felt uh, uh, shocking, and <laughs> and I was actually sat in the Brentford uh, stand as well. I was I was in with the Brentford fans, so but you know, it made it even worse. Can you turn it around this season? Do you think? Um, I, well, I hope and pray so. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, staying up now is 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 the is the main goal, and uh, hopefully we can do that, and then you know look forward to uh, next season again in the championship, and um, you know with a maybe a new manager um, again. Well, how many, how many, I'm yeah, not being yeah, funny, yeah, but how many yeah. managers can you go through? Yeah, well, that, that's yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Fair enough. Maybe uh, maybe it's much more deep rooted than uh, than a manager, but manager does make all the difference, and uh, um, yeah. Um, you know. I'm going to ask a question, and again, I'm not trying to walk something in the room because it's, it's interesting because you talk about this. I mean, because you're a club that's got lots of, you know, you've been spending a lot of ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. You've obviously gone through loads of managers, right? People are blaming Gary Monk as the manager and saying it's all his fault. But just coming back to you, the fact that you've gone through so many different managers and you keep sacking them and all this kind of stuff, don't you think that maybe it's a bit more deep-rooted in the fact that you kind of, you know, and I'm not saying this in a horrible way, but you kind of don't really know where you want to go and what you want to do because surely... If, to me, I always believe that if, if you believe someone's a good manager, you, you do your due diligence, you hire them, yeah. you stick with them through thick and thin. Some like, you know, Thomas Frank, he had 10 games where he didn't win a match and all this kind of stuff. You stick through them because you believe with them and then eventually they come through. Yeah. But do you think that maybe that you kind of just like spend loads of money, hope it works, and if it doesn't, you just spend more money, isn't that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're, you're, you're right. I mean, that's, you know, in fairness uh, to Gary Monk, when he, when he started, we were all very excited. He had a great start. 
but then you just look at what's happened since um, since Christmas, and um, yeah, yeah, it's it's much more deep deep rooted. I'm sure you're right. It isn't just 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 the manager. Um, it's it's the players themselves. They've got to you know they've got to fight for it and show more commitment. And uh, we're just not seeing that. And I, you know, what is the answer? I, don't, I really don't know. I wish I did. I wish I did. But uh, yeah. Oh, a bit of, there's a bees back in there. We've got a bit of joy. We've got, we got joy and pain in the in the scenario here, haven't we? Why pain? Yeah, no, just joy. There's just no joy. Pain. Okay, there's no pain. No pain, no pain. No, no, you know, great, great, great performance. Great performance, you know. We've, we've got a bit of form for this. For If this is our little blip, and then we had it out kick in. We did it, we did it a little while ago before the Luton game. And results will sort of went our way today, so I think I think we're definitely going to set it, you know, set ourselves up for a charge at a fourth place, third place, maybe get that final game at Griffin Park, meaning something. Yeah, so I'm really happy, really good to see Marcondes, you know, sort of put in a shift. Uh, I had a five on Josh Silver hat trick, which is heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, well done, oh, good, good job all round. Bearing in mind, you know, what, whatever, we nearly, most of these lads have played 40 games now this season. Above, you know, we're still missing, we were counting five injuries to the first team squad, and we're still looking good. So, very, very happy. You know, roll on Friday. Listen, there's the happiness here as well, and old school original bees in the house. And the fact is that Mystic Meg with the, the ball called this one before the game didn't you Mystic Meg from the B-Town Massive yes I did I fucking did Billy I tell ya I said 4-5-0 and my little brother little Cameron he was like nah and then what happened we only fucking did it, didn't we? We only fucking got and did it. So listen, we've done, I mean, we've got the result here today, but I mean, yeah. we've obviously gone for a little bit of a bad spell. Was little your, bit of a bad spell. Has your heart yep. been in your mouth or you've been cool with this? Do you know what? I'm biding my time because I think we can do it. And not only do I think mathematically... I think we'll get the automatic promotion. Wow, wow, that's interesting because most people think that automatic's gone, but you still think it's, it's there. Mathematically, it's possible. So that's what I'm believing and that's what I'm sticking to. I reckon we can do it because, do you know, we're not going to do it any other way. We're not going to get it through the fucking playoffs, are we? Because we can't do that. We need to be automatic promotion. It hasn't gone. The dream ain't gone. It's there. It's there for the taking. Believe. You bees. You bees. So we got Wednesday in the house. Not only a Wednesday fan, but also used to play for Wednesday. So you can give us a more of a technical aspect as what was going on out there. Because to be quite honest with you, we're all really confused as to what Wednesday were doing out on the pitch. And this is not a disrespect, but we're just saying, I think not for ourselves, but maybe for the Wednesday fans out there to say, what was Gary Monk directing your players to do out there? Um, great question. Um, well, first of all, Barry Bannon. We've got to talk about Barry. No, uh, I was, yes, I was a schoolboy youth player with Sheffield Wednesday, so I do follow the Wednesday. And... Uh, Today, every time I come, I, I come to the, the Griffin Park and watch Wednesday. We just we we lack a finisher first and foremost with nothing up front. We haven't had any anything to talk about for quite a few years. area is half-hearted. Um, there seems to be a, a such a lack of a bit of a backbone and a bit of steel in that that team. Um, a lot of sort of individually good players but actually not playing as a unit 
Um, so is that down to the players or down to the manager, do you think? Well, I think, you know, Monk came with a good reputation. He went from Swansea and then he did the rounds at, I think, Leeds, Birmingham, Middlesbrough. And he, he started well with Wednesday, but the last couple of months, I mean, I don't, they, they've, looked, they've looked somewhat disorientated, I feel. And I'm just not too sure if Monk is a... Um, He's the kind of guy that's. Uh, I think he's the. What I gather, Monk is the kind of manager that he doesn't manage. Uh, he doesn't manage the players in a way when things aren't going well. So to some extent, I feel that's maybe rubbing off. He needs to step off a bit, select, select on the grounds of who's playing well, um, bring in some. You know, bring in a finisher, bring in a, qu- a couple of quality players up front. I mean, Connor Wickham and Fletcher and these guys, they're in and out week on week. They're up and down, and I just feel there's no consistency in the club, I have to say. None whatsoever. So, I mean, a lot of the Wednesday fans that spoke to me got some good chums. We were drinking before the game, we were drinking with them after the game. As we said now, a lot, a lot of them are still outside the uh, the, 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 the home end uh, berating the, the, the players as they're coming off the coach they're so upset about it but do you think that this is uh, there's big problems do you think because I didn't think when's they going to get down this season I thought that you'd be kind of like you know top 10 side but do you think there's actually a bit more of an issue I, I actually think that th- there is I mean uh, this whole financial collide that's hanging over Wednesday uh, and, and Wednesday are going to be fined heavily I think that the board are kind of trying to measure where the club are going to be and they're trying to assess the, the, the actual fine itself, what that's going to do to the club in terms of future investments, in terms of attracting the right players. But Wednesday are struggling. Wednesday are struggling. Uh, there is no real leader in that team. I mean, we were we were just talking about Barry Bannon and stuff, but you can't pin your hopes on a guy that's been at the club for six, five or six or seven years. That's had quite a few injuries. You know, he's probably 30, 31 now, and all the Wednesday fans still talk about him as the potential playmaker, the saviour in the club. You know, if, that's a, if that is as good as their vision is going to be, it's a, it's a, it's a narrow-minded point of view. We need to actually strip it back and restructure the club, I think. And look, I mean, here's a good example. Scott Parker, Fillin, you know, excellent player, player coach. He trains with the players. He works with the players. He brings in psychologists. You know, they play as a unit. You know, Wednesday are a bit part. There's individuals there, you know, on big salaries. Some of them on huge salaries that we know. Connor Wickham, Fletcher... And you know these guys are, are tiptoeing around today as if you know there's there's no there's just no passion. And then you look at the other side of the city and look at what Sheffield United are doing. And Chris Wilder, their manager, has these guys spending so much time after training in the classroom talking about unity, talking about leadership, and that just doesn't happen at Wednesday. And I know that for a fact. So. A big overhaul, I think, and, and I, I don't feel Monk's the player, the, 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 the guy to take the club forward. And I'm not being one of these supporters that is berating someone because he has a, a decent uh, reputation, but it's it's fast fading, I think, for Monk, and there has to be a, a there has to be some sort of a transition. I feel. Okay, well, so listen, safe journey back to you, man. Lovely, thanks so much. Bye. So finally. 
we got the result that we really needed and I I mean I said this before I just think this is the result that's going to properly kick us on now yeah it was it was fantastic you could never get um, uh, bored of winning 5-0 over Sheffield Wednesday you realise how far we've come um, and really I, I, from the first minute to the last uh, I think Brentford were always going to win that game I think Wednesday they had a bit of a patch after we went two goals up the third goal you could argue was slightly against the run of play if anything um, but 3-0 at half time game set and match and really it was as, as many goals as we wanted to score we could have done probably in the second half we, we breezed through that second half um, the fourth goal was great and the fifth goal was an absolute cracker as well I mean, Emiliano Macondes um, take a bow today um, he silenced a lot of his critics there I think beautiful world class goal and a really great performance I thought um, uh, uh, yeah I mean it, it was all the way through that team there was just quality and uh, Rico Henry uh, uh, unbelievable Ollie, Ollie Watkins wasn't his day today and it wasn't Ben Rama's day but we showed that we, we, it's a lot more to us than those two players um, and uh, yeah bring on bring on Fulham bring on Friday uh, it looks like top two almost certainly too far away really um, but uh, yeah we go to uh, go to Craven Cottage and a couple of other results go, don't go the way as expected I, I still I still think nothing's impossible mate nothing is impossible at all Fulham big game on Friday if we if we, if, if we get the result that we want to then we're within one point of them and all of a sudden things are different but I think for me it's all about actually pulling away from the number seven place and I think that's what we actually really did today and I think it's becoming more and more obvious at the moment now unless um, the teams in the top six have a, a, a complete and utter about turn if we just carry on doing what we're doing and chiseling away I think we're all good and I've got to say I've got to feel sorry for the Sheffield Wednesday fans Bill Sheffield Wednesday fans come down here in good numbers looks like they're going to face a points deduction looks like they're facing relegation fancy selling your ground for that awful awful you know pile of crap team they, they got there I mean, it's awful management going on at that club, and it's not the Sheffield Wednesday fans' it's fault, and I, I really feel sorry for them today. And as we said, we had tricks beforehand with them, you know, we got the spades, we had the whole crew down there, we had the, you know, the, 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 the singing the blues podcast, boys, we had the Wednesday week, they're all in there beforehand, before the game as well, we saw the ball was in there, you know, everyone was in there drinking, we, we drink with away fans, own fans, we have a good drink up, listen, it's all about football, and it's not about, you know, kind of the braggadocious or anything like that. Listen, of course we wanted to win. We've won today. We've been up to Wednesday and they've beaten us enough times as well. And you just sort of kind of take it. But, you know, the way that their clubs have been run, it's out of their hands, it's out of our hands. But, you know, somebody, somebody has to have a good look at themselves, man, because that ain't the way to be doing things. And at the end of the day, if you're a football fan, spending your money, coming down, paying your money to come and see your team play... You know, you actually want to at least have a little bit of a contest as well. But anyway, we'll move on from that because this is the besotted pride of West London podcast. We have got a podcast on Wednesday as well. Well, we've recorded it on Wednesday. It'll be out on Thursday. It's going to be our pre-Fulham podcast. We may even get a Fulham guest on. We're not quite sure. We've got a radio show on Monday, 8 till 9 o'clock as well. You know, so you should check that out. Don't forget, on the 1st of May, we are, well, we've got our end of season social, which the tickets have gone off sale. But we're going to hopefully bring them on sale soon. We're just doing a little bit of analysis there. Beside.com um, forward slash social is for the tickets of that. But other than that, 
Fulham is the big game on Friday. We're getting off. It's going to be half days off work as we go and we take over the pubs in Fulham. It's going to be absolutely teething tremendous. It's the big game because if we get that one, we know that we're right truly in there as we say. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.